The third of the seven themes identified as likely to make the biggest difference to student outcomes is effective feedback. In a nutshell, why does providing students with effective feedback matter? Feedback is widely recognised and promoted by the teaching profession as an effective practice, and both Australian and international data show that students who are given effective feedback tend to perform better than students who do not. Providing feedback is also recognised as a core component of a teacher's job and is prominent in AITSL's professional teaching standards. Here's what the evidence says about effective feedback. Firstly, teacher feedback impacts on student performance. Feedback, defined by Timperley as information provided by an agent, usually a teacher, to a student about aspects of performance or understanding, has been found to be among the most powerful influences on student achievement. One meta-analysis, which was reported by Hattie and Timperley, found that the impact of providing students with feedback was comparable to that of students' prior cognitive ability. Providing feedback is also a more cost-effective strategy than others, such as reducing class sizes. Data from PISA 2009 supports the view that feedback affects student performance. That data shows that Australian students whose teachers discuss students' work after they finish assignments in most or all cases, perform better than students whose teachers do so less frequently. The results are similar in relation to teachers marking students' work. These PISA findings are supported by a 2013 survey of New South Wales students. Students who agreed that feedback from assessments and quizzes helped them learn tended to perform better than those who disagreed. However, students from high SES backgrounds were far more likely to agree with this statement compared with low SES students, indicating that low SES students are considerably less likely to receive effective feedback than their high SES peers. The evidence also indicates the types of feedback provided by teachers is important, and it's important to understand that not all feedback contributes to improved student outcomes. The evidence indicates that feedback which focuses on tasks, processes, and on student self-regulation is the most effective. For example, Early found that feedback which encourages self-regulation is more likely to help students develop their own strategies for managing the learning process. Additional studies, including one completed by Paris and Paris, found that this type of feedback impacts students positively by creating an internal incentive for students, as well as by enhancing motivation to take control of their learning, for example, by asking questions, taking notes, and allocating their time effectively. As mentioned previously, the types of feedback provided by teachers is important. It is concerning that Kluger and Denise's meta-analysis of the evidence on feedback found that over one-third of feedback interventions have a negative impact on student performance. Hattie and Timperley found that feedback with a heavy focus on the self, such as good girl or good boy, tends to be less effective because it gives no information about the task undertaken and can be too influenced by students' concept of themselves. Extrinsic feedback, such as stickers and rewards, also provides little feedback about the task at hand. As a result, Desi, Kostner and Ryan found that extrinsic rewards reduce students' internal motivation, while Hattie questions whether these types of rewards should even be classified as feedback. Currently, praise is one of the most common forms of feedback used in classrooms. However, Brummelman et al. confirmed in 2013 
that praising children aged 7 to 11 with low self-esteem can be damaging. This is particularly the case when praise relates to innate ability, such as a teacher saying, you're very clever, rather than praising students' effort, such as a teacher saying, it is wonderful that you have worked so hard on this painting. Exaggerated praise, such as a teacher saying, that is an incredibly beautiful painting, is also less effective. A study by Brunnelman found that while inflated praise can cause children with high self-esteem to seek out challenges, it has the opposite effect on children with low self-esteem, who are more likely to withdraw to avoid failure, but who are also more likely to receive this kind of praise. Despite these findings, praise should not be excluded altogether as a feedback strategy. Gunderson and her colleagues found that praise can be effective when it is focused on effort, process and on deliberate practice, rather than on innate ability. So, what are the implications of this research on feedback for teachers and schools? Feedback that the evidence suggests is particularly effective in improving student outcomes includes feedback about a student's process or effort, such as saying, you must have tried hard, and feedback that encourages students' self-regulation, such as saying, you already know the key features of the opening of an argument, check to see whether you have incorporated them in your first paragraph. In contrast, forms of feedback that appear to be less effective include praise about a student's innate intelligence or talents, such as saying, you are a great student, and extrinsic rewards for work, such as stickers. To finish, let's summarise this section about effective feedback, which has been identified as one of the seven themes likely to make the biggest difference to student outcomes. 1. Feedback is one of the most powerful influences on student achievement. 2. Feedback is most effective when it focuses on improving tasks, processes, student self-regulation and effort. 3. Rewards, as well as praise that relates to innate ability rather than providing information about the task undertaken, tend to be ineffective feedback and at times has a negative effect. The theme discussed in the next chapter is using data to inform practice.